Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Byrne. It's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, June 6, 2022. Are you guys like me? How many fucking buttons do you have to shut off before the fucking TV's off? Off. Off, off. Menu off, off. Menu. Guide off. Can I help you with something? Is there something you're trying to do? Um, anyway, uh, I've been watching NBA, all of that shit. You guys watching that shit? The series is all tied up in one. Um, I actually had a great realization in, uh, in game two is that I just don't, I just don't give a fuck about the pro game. I'm just not into it. (laughs) I just, I am not built to watch an NBA playoff game that my team is in. Win or lose, I'm just emotionally, I'm not mature enough. I have kids. I just, I can't do it. So I, I like every fucking year, like going all the way back to Dennis Rodman, there's these guys in the league that deliberately get tangled up with other players and then they act like they're trying to get up off the floor as they're sort of semi like hitting the guy in the head. And then the announcer's always like, you know, let's take a look. I don't see any sort of flagrant. I don't think that was on purpose. Uh, He was trying to defend himself. Let's get the fuck. It's like, did you not have an older brother? Older brothers know how to do that shit. They fucking act like they lose their balance. Whoa. And they land on you. And as they go to get up, they push off your head instead of the floor. I mean, did you? Did you? Were there no older kids in your neighborhood? This is like classic shit. And they just never fucking call it. And I just, I, I can't, I, I can't fucking do it. I got kids, so I'm not doing it. All right. I hope the Celtics win, but I am, uh, I am not like, there's just something about the NBA that I don't know what it is about the fucking game. Um, other than that, I really think that it's like massaged or whatever. Like, there was no doubt tonight. I'm like, the Warriors are going to win tonight. Whether they win or not, they're going to win tonight. They have to win. They can't be down 0-2. The casual fan's going to shut it off. The NBA's not going to have that. And I know this sounds like conspiracy. And I don't think that the referees gave us the game. I thought they played great. But even if they didn't, even if they didn't, they were going to win tonight. And and you cannot convince me otherwise. (laughs) I just... I'm not, uh, this is the only fucking sport that I am 100%. If I had to fucking put my, all of my money on manipulated or not manipulated, this is the sport that I would 100% do it, which is a fucking shame too, because I got to tell you something, as much as the Warriors were kicking our ass in that first game, in the first half, I was as, as a fan of sports was 100% still enjoying the game because Steph Curry is like the greatest shooter of all time so um you know and I've never been that like like I never hated Derek Jeter I just can't I can't like I mean I'll tease the guy whatever made fun of that fucking shit he used to do to try to get a you know a strike to become a ball or whatever that I did on the Red Sox thing but I I fucking love that guy I hate that he played for the Yankees but like I I never take it to that level but um I don't know just I don't know what it is about the NBA. The fans, that fucking douche tonight. I think Steph Curry hit a three-pointer and they cut to the crowd and there's some guy miming shooting a bow and arrow. (laughs) We played like the Miami Heat. They cut... They cut to the crowd after Miami scored like, you know, eight-nothing run or something. They cut to the crowd and there's some kid with this giant stupid chain on and he's like nodding his head as fast as he can as he's jumping up and down like like in no other sport did the fans act like they just scored um like nba fans and i don't i I don't think they like that in the upper deck i just feel like there's a certain level of douche that i i don't know that you have to be to sit in the lower bowl at a fucking nba game um anyway but mark jackson was in a rare form you know, Steph Curry wide open for a three, and he'd be like, I'll tell you right now, that was just terrible defense by the Boston Celtics. You cannot 
leave a man like Steph Curry that wide open. If you do, that's a very easy way to go down 1-0 in the NBA Finals. And then remember uh, Robert fucking Griffin III is like out by the three-point arc. The guy's like fucking 6'10 or something covering uh, Steph Curry. And Steph Curry just, pull, you know, he gave him a little cushion. Steph Curry pulls up and he hits it. Once again, Mark Jackson. You mean you just cannot give a player like that that amount of space. It's like, Mark, he's the greatest shooter of all time. It doesn't matter. This guy's 6'10". What the fuck is he supposed to do? Is he supposed to go out and try to fucking put his dick on his leg? He's just going to go around him and fucking lay it up. I mean, it's Steph Curry. He's going to get 30. <laughs> you just, it, it is what it is. If you're the Boston Celtics, enjoy this victory, but know the series is not over. If you're Golden State, learn from your mistakes and move on to game two. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> what do the Boston Celtics need to do right now? Execute. Um, but I swear to God, like that fucking Draymond Green... I mean, how many times can he accidentally fall on somebody and as he's trying to get up, be kicking them in the chest or in the head accidentally? Like, you know, it's not like, you know, enough to make the guy hurt, but just that bullshit. Um, and then they sit there go, I don't know, are they try, is he trying to get up? I don't know, fuck it. <laughs> they grab Ja Rule's kneecap and just pull. Oh, did he confuse the ball with his patella? I, I, don't, I don't understand. It's like, am I watching wrestling? Because um, he's a neutral announcer. That's what I don't like. It's like you're neutral. I understand a homer. Like when I watch the Washington Capitals feed, they never think, t- you know, Wilson does anything wrong. I watch the Bruins feed. They don't think our guys ever do. I get that. But like this is supposed to be like a national fucking broadcast. Um, I don't know. Did he, you know, was, is kicking somebody in the balls a natural follow-through of his jump shot. I, I have no idea. Um, if you go into the bathroom, a public bathroom, to take a piss and someone is already in there shitting, hold your breath, take out your dick, and execute. I want Mark Jackson advice in everyday life. If you're driving down the street and your cell phone falls between your seat and your center console, learn from your mistake and continue driving. Thank you, Mark. That was, that was riveting insight. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I've got to be honest with you. I just think with my temperament and I have kids, I just really think that I'm not a playoff guy anymore. Uh, I probably never was. I just didn't have little people that are influenced by my behavior. So... I think what I'm, I'm going to be a regular season guy, you know, I'm going to watch game number 43 of an 82 game season and just sit down. Hey, they win it. They lose it. I don't give a fuck. Um, you know what I mean? You know, what it's like to be sitting there playing Candyland with your daughter as you got one like eye on the screen, trying not to be like, you know like losing your mind, like, come on, man, play defense and all of this shit. Anyways, I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, uh, a great series. Interesting matchup. The Celtics are really young. Golden State, uh, very experienced in all of that. So I don't know. I'll be honest with you. After two games, I don't know which way it's going to go. I hope the Celtics win, but I have to be honest with you. I, I am <laughs> – I, I think I'm too old to watch – my team in the NBA finals. I don't think I can fucking handle it. And I love my kids more than I need to watch this shit. So I'm going to just sort of have it on in the background as I'm playing Connect Four and shit. And I'm going to dip in, get some fucking NBA analysis, you know, and, 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 you know, and then just go back, back in. I think that's the way I'm going to do it. Um, Cause other than that, what am, what am I doing? My kids don't understand. And I want them to like sports. Um, speaking of sports, I went to the, uh, Dodgers Mets, but before I, before I, I, uh, I move on, I I do want to say what a fucking, once again, what a pleasure it is to watch fucking Steph Curry play. I mean, that guy is fucking amazing, fucking amazing, amazing player. And I'm like Mark Jackson, I'm stating the obvious, but like there was a while ago, I think this guy might be the greatest shooter of all time. He is. 
just like without a doubt. I mean, that guy, the second he gets over the half court line, you know, I never seen the guy five, if he's five feet in I remember in game one, he had the ball at the end of a quarter and like threw it the length of the court and I actually expected it to go in. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, the kid can shoot. Um, all right, Dodgers-Mets. I went to the Dodgers game uh, with a great buddy of mine, New York guy, big Mets fan, and uh, went down and watched uh, the Mets trying to split the series. Uh, fun game. They really upgraded a lot there with the, uh, the Dodgers Park. That's the last of the cookie-cutter stadiums, was always the best during the cookie-cutty cookie cutter multi multi-purpose stadiums where most of them were like for baseball and football but the Dodgers was just for baseball I think that that's why theirs came out the best but um as I was driving too I thought I heard somebody say that the Dodgers had a 320 million dollar um whatever uh um what do they call it salary I don't know team salaries let me look at this up but no, they, they don't. They do have a very high one, but it, for 2022, sorry. I'm trying to type and talk. I just said, I just put in 3033, sorry. Gone on the dark web now. Um, the payroll, that's what they call MLB payroll tracker. Here we go. And this is what I found out. I didn't, I listened to these fucking payrolls by these teams here. No, I don't want to fucking subscribe. Nobody wants to subscribe. All right. Um, here we go. The, at the top of the list is the New York Mets. $260,222,124. Dodgers bear, are behind by $197 and change. $260,2500. Oh, I'm an idiot. $22,000. No. Jesus Christ, Bill. This is why you sucked at math. Two, I'm sorry. They're like $197,000 behind them. Um, one middle relief guy. Uh, New York Yankees coming in third, $244 million. Then the debacle that is the Philadelphia Phillies, $233 million. And here's a surprise that number five, the San Diego Padres. Look at them. Throwing their dicks around. $217 million. That's fucking tremendous. And they have to because the Dodgers are spending two sixty. But my Boston Red Sox, two, $201 million. Then the White Sox, $195. The Angels, $190. The Braves, $179. It's amazing what the Braves do. Um, the Astros, $175. Give or take a few trash cans there. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, 169, then the Cardinals, 158, the Giants, 153, the Cubs, 148, and the league average is 147 million and change. Um, and here's the bottom of the league really quickly, uh, number 15 through 30, uh, the Rangers, the Twins, the Tigers, the Rockies, Milwaukee Brewers, the Nationals, now we're down to 130 million. Then 117 is the Reds. The Mariners play 106 million. Now, sub 100 million, 100 million dollars, sorry, 100 million, 100 million dollars are the Kansas City Royals, the inexplicable Tampa Bay Devil Rays, 87 million dollars, and they're fucking in it every year. Arizona Diamondbacks, 87, Miami Marlins, well, you know them. They're schizophrenic. They're up and down. They either spend $200 million or fucking $81 million. The Pittsburgh Pirates, $69 million. Cleveland Guardians, $68. The Oakland Athletics, $48 million. And then the Baltimore Orioles, $46 million. I mean, there's fucking players almost making that a year. No, I don't think that. They make it in like two years, right? Who's the highest played? Highest paid MLB player. Uh, Max Scherzer makes $43.3 million a year. Look at that. Dude, I called it. Um, anyway, let's go back here. Uh, yeah, so I went to the game, had a great time, sat right down on the dugout seats. Um, 
you know, man, they had so much fucking information on the, on the, the scoreboard. And now they have those nets that go all the way down the third baseline, which I can't fucking believe it took them that long to have those things, you know? My whole life growing up, I just remember guys hitting fucking screamers into the crowd. And somehow people would always get out of the fucking way. Like, like the amount of people that should have fucking died didn't. I remember somebody, uh, uh, Manny Mota killed a kid at a Dodgers game in the 70s, and they still didn't put the nets up. Um, no social media, no fucking national news, like talking about sports and shit back then. So nothing was really done about it. But um, I remember a couple times going to Red Sox games and, and being near one, and everybody got out of the way, and it hit like an empty fucking seat, one of those plastic seats. And I was just like, you know, I've always wanted to catch a foul ball. I think I want to catch a, a fly ball. Fuck those. Uh, I always remember those guys. <laughs> They'd be like a line drive into the crowd. You'd see all these fucking hands go up like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you thinking? It's just a goddamn baseball. Go, go to a sporting goods store. Buy one and just say you caught it at the game. and Save your fingers there. Um, but anyway, I had a great time. And I have to say, you know, I think the Dodger dog is the best hot dog in baseball. And I don't even think it's fucking close. As far as just a hot dog on a bun, that's it. None of this extra foo-foo shit that they do in all of these stadiums now trying to justify um, all of their uh, accoutrements, parking fees, and all of that shit. Uh, the Red Sox sweep the A's. We're now at 500, but the Yankees keep winning, so nobody gives a fuck. And uh, not nobody gives a fuck. It's just not going to matter. Why is it suddenly 9,000 fucking degrees in here? Um, if you're in the room and you're hot, remove your sweater. If you're not, keep doing what you're doing and execute. Thank you, Mark Jackson. Thank you, Mark Jackson. Woo! I am for real. Oh, it wouldn't be L.A. if there was a, wasn't a helicopter flying over. Um, um, anyway, sorry, let me get back to here. It was my son's second birthday this past week. And um, I made him a birthday cake and uh, made like a smaller cake. It was such a friggin', it was such a crazy week. You know, just the stress of uh, editing the movie we had our first screening of it with friends and families. Thank God it went well and people liked the movie. I got some great feedback, stuff we're going to go in and fix. Going to address over the next few days. We're going to address the notes. That's where I am in my life right now. I get notes and then I address them. Yeah, I would love to hang out with you, but I have notes that I need to address. Um, I'm still having fun though. Um, Anyway, uh, my thing is I make a birthday cake from scratch for my kids every birthday, every year, both of them. It's what I do. And every year for some reason, like, you know, I don't know. My wife always like, I don't know. She always thinks I'm going to flip out when I'm making the cake because I used to flip out way back in the day when I first started making the pie crust when I want to fucking stick my head through a window. Um, but I haven't like flipped out in years, but like she anticipates it. She warns other people that it's going to happen. And actually the most funny is I came home and my brain was so fucking tired. I fucked up the recipe twice. And then I was just like, all right. I started to flip out. And then I was just like, all right, just, just make it in the morning. <laughs> That's what I did. I just fucking, I didn't even clean up. I just left the disaster by its, you know, whatever, by itself. And then I just made it the next day and it ended up coming out great. And uh, so my wife was right. She's white. She like is right to fucking warn people. It's like Bill is baking, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's an emotional guy, but you know, it's like if I was almost like I was a coach, he's an emotional guy, you know, he cares. He cares. He really loves his players. That's like me. He cares. He really loves his kids. And uh, he gets upset because he just, he wants things to be d done a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Is there anything fucking funnier or sadder than listening to somebody explain away abusive behavior because the person they're talking about is either, you know, they're married to them, related to them, or that person signs their checks. And like your job is to go out and explain some shit that you don't, you don't even believe in it. You're just sitting there going like, all right, was he a cocksucker again? All right, well, I got to fucking somehow get him out of this mess and just, you know, um, the incident that happened the other day was uh, not something that so-and-so is proud of or uh, anybody is. And um, I know it upset a lot of people, including you in the media, but I can guarantee you that nobody is more upset than the guy that actually did the stuff that upset everybody. And uh, he's vowed to learn from his mistakes. And, um, you know, we had a nice talk about it. And... Um, that's going to be it. We're moving forward. Um, we're not anticipating another incident like this. And, and, and I'm not taking any questions at this time. That shit, you know, it's explaining things. Let me explain this away. Um, I'm actually really proud of myself that I actually got up and walked away from that game. You know, I, I really am. You know, it wasn't going to change. I knew the Warriors were going to win tonight. I'm like, they're too good a fucking team. They're not going to go down 0-2. This just isn't going to happen. So just fucking just walk away from it before you get your conspiracy theory going and and, and, and all of this shit. And I, I kind of did. And uh, I think I need to do that more. Because as everyone in my life has told me, I don't possess the emotional maturity. <laughs> and I don't. It's fucking true. I've uh, been playing a lot of drums lately, which has been fun. Um, I had a little bit uh, of time off on Friday because uh, we were doing the screening and they had to get everything all, we had to send them a copy and get it all fucking set up and all of that shit. And, uh, you know, I was nervous about what people are going to think about, you know, the the rough screening. Dude, it's fucking brutal because you don't have, it, the movie isn't scored, so you're just grabbing free tracks from the internet, Right. And as much as they help, they also, they just, it's just not the right shit yet. So, and then, I don't know. So people are watching it with the wrong music and then you're getting feedback from that. So I'm really confused as far as like, so what do I do with that? If the right music was there, would they still think that? They're in the business, so they understand that the right music isn't there, so they're able to push through that, so I should take the note. <clears throat> I got a lot of questions. Um, you know what I fucked up the other day was I had a double espresso in the morning, right? Which is what I do. I just do it on days I'm editing the movie. So it just gets me to plow through when my body wants a nap in the afternoon because I'm old. You know, you just drink an espresso. It's like young again. Um, but then we had to write some shit. And I didn't want to be in that soulless editing bay to rewrite this narrow part where I had to narrate some shit. So I said to my writing partner, well, you know, it's a cigar bar around the corner. Let's just fucking go over there. You know, have a little cigar and we'll fucking knock this, these jokes out. So that's what we did. When I was over there, the guy mentioned that he had espresso machine and i got a second double i don't even know why i just want to see what it was like to smoke a cigar and have a, a double espresso which is fucking stupid i got back to that fucking editing room i was so fucking wired i was like nervous like i, I stood up and i could feel my legs shaking and i was like i am never fucking doing that again never doing that again I've gotten so into coffee that I could actually drink a mug of espresso, right? But after having two double shots I'm ne and smoke, I'm never fucking doing that again. I didn't like the way that felt at all. I was, uh, I was fucking gacked. I've never, I've never done cocaine, but I don't know if, if that's what it's like. I don't know why anybody would ever do it. It was like... I felt like a squirrel in a tree and there was something coming up and that I, that was going to kill me and there was nothing I could do. 
It was just final eight seconds of your life, final seven seconds of your life, final six seconds of your life. I don't know. Made me fucking weird the rest of the night. Like I was chilling with my wife, yet hostile. You know, not to her, but like the TV. She's like, what's going on with you? I was like, I had two double espressos and a cigar. She's like, why the fuck would you do that? I'm like, I I don't know. It seemed like a good idea. You know, I got a book on my bookshelf I'm looking at right now to just continue with the ADD of everything I do. Oh, listen to that. Oh, listen to that. That's an A-star. That's the cops. Um, It's a book written by John Bonham's brother, Mick Bonham. I just see it says Bonham, B-O-N-H-A-M. And I was looking like Bonham. Bon is good in French. Ham, good ham. I'm not on drugs, people. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I got a lot of work this summer. That's what it is. I have too much fucking work. That's what it is. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to take one step. That's what it is. I, I have too much fucking shit. I have too much stress trying to get this fucking movie right. That the last thing I need to do is watch my fucking team in the NBA finals. I don't need to do that. <laughs> why would I do that to myself? That, I think that's why I'm watching the Red Sox. It's June. We're playing 500 ball. Hey, you win one, you lose. You know, it's enough time. If we don't win, it's Okay. Uh, speaking of which, I believe I'm going to be, uh, the Red Sox are playing the Angels tonight. And I believe that they're going to get me in the booth again to promote my show at Fenway. So, uh, if you're a baseball fan or not, tune in. I'll try to make you laugh, um, during the game. And, uh, yeah, I got, I got to do that tomorrow after I edit the thing. So my brain might be a little fried, so... The chances of me saying something really stupid are pretty good. I got to be careful. Uh, with that, let me uh, read some of the uh, the advertising here, if I did it correctly. Is this it here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Roman, everybody. All right. Style. No matter what you're wearing, confidence starts on the inside. That That's why it's so important for men to think about their testosterone health early. That's because testosterone is believed to affect everything from our libido to our blood health. I could use some fucking testosterone right now. If your dick is staring at the floor, get Roman. If it's standing up and saluting the flag, continue doing what you're doing, but know that the series is not over. Um, Roman style, no matter what you are, blah, blah, blah. That's because testosterone is believed to affect everything from our libido to our blood health. Thankfully, Roman's testosterone support uh, supplements were designed by real doctors to make... This time, it's real doctors, everybody. Not like the fake doctors on those other fucking things. To make sure your body is maintaining its greatness. Feel confident from the inside out with Roman. Testosterone is an important part of a man's body and health. But men's testosterone starts to deplete with age, which is why it's important you support it early. And if your testosterone levels go up, here's my question. Do you then start making the same stupid mistakes you made because of testosterone in your 20s? Uh, Roman T support is meant to help men maintain their body's natural testosterone production. Roman T support is proprietary is a proprietary supplement formulated by Roman's in-house doctors. You can't find this blend anywhere else. Roman offers flexible monthly payments with free two-day shipping. Go to getroman.com, R-O-M-A-N slash Burr today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of Roman T support. That's getroman.com slash Burr, getroman.com slash Burr. And... Um, Oh, here's something in my fucking wheel, wheelhouse right now. Solo stove. Are you about to be 54 years old and you can't emotionally sit still during an NBA final game? Do you need to go off and be your loan? Why not get a solo stove? Life's best moments happen around a roaring fire. You know what's great about a roaring fire too? It also like, like drowns out you complaining 
about referees. Um, and a smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove makes your outdoor moments even more memorable. Because instead of having to constantly dodge campfire fumes, fumes, sorry, you can sit back, relax, and actually enjoy the fire. There's nothing like a roaring fire to bring you back to what matters. Upgrade your backyard with a solo stove fire pit and create story-worthy moments without the fireside fumes. Stainless steel construction designed to regulate airflow and burn more efficiently. So little smoke, you'll wonder how there's so much fire. Easy to light with a few bits of starter. Your fire is blazing in minutes. There's, they're so confident you'll love it. They offer a lifetime warranty and a 30-day free return policy. Right now, you can get big discounts on all fire pits during Solo Stove summer sale. And use promo code BURR at solostove.com for an extra $10 off. That's solostove.com, promo code BURR for $10 off on their top, on top of their incredible summer sale discounts. But hurry, this, the summer sale ends... June 23rd. Oh, look who it is, everybody. Lastly, but not leastly, it's Indochino. You probably need a suit, exclamation point. Whether you're going to be a groom in a wedding party or a lucky guest, everyone wants to look their best for a wedding. With a custom-fitted suit from Indochino, you'll look great, feel confident, and enjoy the big day without fussing over your clothes. Choose every detail on a suit, shirt, dinner jacket, and more at affordable prices that may surprise you for fully customized pieces. Uh, I didn't say that right. And more at affordable prices that may surprise you for fully custom pieces. Every suit is made to your exact measurements, and you can customize every detail. Create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly with options for fabrics, lapel shape, custom monogram, statement linings, and more. The best part, Indochino suits start from just $4.29 and shirts from $79. Explore their relaxed yet refined, refined approach to spring suits with their new spring pastels. Perfect for a brunch or an Easter celebration. Uh, if you've got a big day coming up, getting the perfect look is no big deal with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code BIRD, Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code BIRD. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, let's get into some of the questions here from the week all right from the czech republic oh well what do you know the czech republic i had a great time i was actually talking about that tour and how much fun i had and i was talking about going budapest and vienna and prague and all of these places warsaw and someone was saying like you spoke english there right it's just like (laughs) that's the funniest shit ever it's like, yeah, what do you think? I learned all those fucking languages? Yeah, I like I flunked French like every year in high school. Like I, I well, that was one language. Um no, I didn't. I spoke English and those people can speak English. It's amazing. And they actually understand humor and all of that shit. It's fucking incredible. And uh all of those places really stood out to me that had really fun crowds. And like Budapest and the room that I was in, I was like, I would literally fucking shoot a special here. Um, and when I was in Prague, it was just like, I was trying to see as much of it as I possibly, I was just driving around in cabs, looking at it all day before my show or half day, because we had to travel there. So I was like, I've been there, but I don't really remember much of it because I was gone within 24 hours. Anyway, from the Czech Republic to Mr. Bill, just saw Paper Tiger on Netflix and the Czech Republic. How insane is that? We're about three years behind. Sorry. I don't have a Twitter account. Could never figure out how to use it. I love this person. You sound like me. So if this reaches you, great. If not, no biggie, right? You are an excellent comedian. I love stand-up as an art form. Please don't stop. I have no intentions of stopping. Um, but thank you for uh, watching it. That's really cool. All right. More nerd hate. Dear Billy Breakbad. Uh, I'd like to pile on the hate for powerful nerds. Uh, Bill Gates is an asshole who spends hundreds of millions of dollars a year on publicity to keep himself in good graces. I work for a tech... Yeah, because they always saying like what a philanthropist he is. 
I work for a tech company, and anytime an EVP, executive vice president, who comes from a tech background, is way more of a lizard brain than the business school background guy. What? I work for a tech company, and anytime an executive vice president who comes from a tech background is way more of a a lizard brain than the business school background guy. All right, I think you missed a word or there's something going on there. I don't know. For example, business school EVP guy or gal will do everything he can to make profits by making shrewd business deals. The tech EVP guy or gal will do everything he can to push programming narratives, as in human beings are programs that they can control through additive habits, i.e. social media. Well, are they wrong? Uh, Not saying one is better than the other. Both of them talk about people like ants. (laughs) But it's way more unsettling coming from the tech guy for some reason. Yeah, I understand that because I feel like the business guy is the evil you're used to where these guys are like, you know, tech people and chemists. I mean, they're like fucking with the DNA of animals and our food supply and plants and all of that shit. Anyway, this one tech guy I have in mind as I'm saying all of this, would talk about them as in everyone who didn't work at our company. And I'd be thinking like, yo, man, you're talking about everyone here like they don't have friends and family in a conscious, conscience, sorry. And like we wouldn't want them programmed against their will. Well, just out of curiosity, why don't you say that? Why don't you say these things in these meetings? Anyways, this same guy would talk about how pliable the public is all the time. Their attention, their opinions, everything. Yeah, this guy's speaking my language. This is why I think everything's fucking rigged. Then one day, a co-worker showed me a video of a former CIA officer talking about how pliable the public is. It was hard to shake that one off, so we both left work early that day to get high and see a movie. Yep. That's J. Edgar Hoover. And then when they actually discover the truth, it's so overwhelming they can't handle it. You go out and get high and you go watch a movie. Also, you called this like eight years ago in one of your specials, I think, or podcasts, How Nerds Will Make All the Crazy Weapons. Anyways, yeah. No, that's what it is. That's what it is. The Donald Trump sociopaths are nothing without nerds making their psycho dreams come true. You know, old Butterball, whatever the fucking guy name is that we have president now. Yeah, those guys, without nerds, they can't get anything done. Um, National Donut Day. Dear Billy Butternut. I cannot remember the last time I had a fucking donut. I'm actually proud of that. Uh, My fat office celebrated National Donut Day. But guess what? They made it a week-long thing and had donuts every day from different places around the city. Why not, right? All week, these portly bastards just chomped up donuts. Disgusting. All of them are short of breath most of the time, but this week they were sucking air like the atmosphere was collapsing. Don't get me wrong. I ate at least a dozen myself, but I'm in good shape. I played soccer in college and still do on the weekends. Here's the kicker. Hey, no pun intended. When it was National Fitness Day or whatever it was called, they opened the windows and told people they could take calls outside as if fresh air somehow equated to exercise. Jesus Christ. Love the podcast. Just got the any, into anything better. Loving that too. Go fuck yourself. Sorry, I had to take a sip of water there. Um, yeah, that's insane. Where, where exactly is that? I actually watched this, you know, my wife likes to watch the murder shows like that SNL sketch at night. And she had one on. And um, I don't know what part of the world it was, but these were just the weirdest looking fucking people. Just the weirdest collection of people where they they just look very unique um, in their weirdness. They were just odd looking people. And then there was one woman who was kind of pretty, but like smoking hot for that area. But she, you know, she'd still be a seven in like New York or something. But I mean, she just must have been like off the charts. But I was just looking at them, I was going, what is going on with these people? Their eyes were a little too far apart. Their foreheads were like big and sloping. And uh, 
you know, the clothes I don't, I'm not going to get after you about. The clothes are like, you know, let's just, you don't have money. What are you going to do, right? You can't get on somebody like that. But I, that they look like they grew up next to something where a, where a company put something in the soil or in the water supply. It's unreal how they get away with that. And then all of a sudden, you got all these fucking weird people just walking around looking weird and killing each other. And then you just use it as like you exploit it and sell advertising, telling their stories as if you care about these stories. Um, you know what happens in all those murder things? My wife falls asleep halfway through it and I end up watching the whole thing. Um, rude mom advice. Uh, Dear Billy, wet t-shirt. By the way, this, this one that I watched was about this woman, you know, who got killed by her ex-husband, right? And um, one of the things she did for exercise was, you know, she went to like this dance class. It was great. She lost all this weight. But I was just thinking like, you know, think about this all the time with like women, like, you should just, instead of taking a fucking dance class, like take jujitsu, like learn how to fucking defend yourself. So if some piece of shit guy comes at you, at the end of the fucking day, you know, most people, I don't think know self-defense, myself included, you know? So like, I don't care what size a woman is. If she's a hundred fucking pounds, I mean, I wouldn't want a hundred pound weight dropped on my foot. Um, so if you know how to throw a punch or a kick, I think you could fuck up in the element of surprise they don't know. Um, I always just wonder why on all of those shows, they never like say that to women to like, you know, hey, why don't you take some self-defense classes so you know what to do in these situations so these fucking pieces of shit. They probably don't do that because then they would have nothing. They'd be killing, they'd be biting the hand that feeds. Oh, I tell you, it's a sick world entertainment. Um, all right, rude mom advice. Dear Billy, wet t-shirt. Oh, you wouldn't want to see that. Uh, I need advice about my mother. A couple of years ago, while visiting my husband and me, um, my mother made a comment to my husband out of the blue that she doesn't want her money mixing with my husband's money after she dies. Oh, God. It's really fucking amazing how stupid people are that far into their life. In other words, she only wants me to have it or something like that. My husband didn't say anything at the time, but later told me after she left that she's not welcomed in the house anymore due to her rudeness. Honestly, he couldn't care less about money. It's not a lot of money. He just didn't like her making that rude comment. Well, I can say as an older person, you should just laugh it off. You know, you don't want to ban your wife's mom from coming into the fucking house. You just have to accept the fact that that's her mom and her your wife has unconditional love for her. So you just you just end up rather than resenting them showing up, you you turn it into joy by, you know, if they think you're dumb, act dumber. You know, if you find something that fucking annoys them. Like I got a buddy of mine, he figured out his mother-in-law is a narcissist or a person that he works with was a narcissist. And it used to really bother him. But now what he does is he tells stories where he compliments, over-the-top compliments other people that that narcissist knows. And he said it drives her fucking nuts. I mean, that's what you want to do. Um, anyway, my mother has always been a rude person and has made snide comments such as this to other family members for as long as I can remember. I feel that she's always been able to get away with her bad behavior since... Had, what with her bad behavior since something has a history of gaslighting people plus she's really good looking so i think that makes people forgive her more easily well why don't you tell her to shut up anyway i guess i need to talk to her about this eventually but i'm not sure how to approach it how to approach her about it i've successfully delayed her from visiting for the past two years due to covid but i'm running out of town time she's an intimidating person Plus, banning parents from the household is a big no-no in Chinese culture. Mom's Chinese-American. My dad's white. Uh, they are divorced. Oh, okay. Well, what does that have to do with you? Uh, what's the divorce thing have to do with anything? 
Plus, spending hunts is a big no-no in Chinese culture. Oh yeah, well yeah, don't do that. You know, don't I don't don't ban her from the house. But I think your husband's banning her from the house because you're not saying anything. Um, or you married someone like your mother. <laughs> now you're stuck in between the two of them. Um, any, any advice you or the lovely Nia would be greatly appreciated. Love your podcast. And my husband and I plan on attending one of your shows in the near future. Thanks and go hug yourself. Look at you. You got a nice heart. Um, what are you, what are you afraid that your mother's going to do? Just take her aside and just say, you know, don't talk to my husband like that. What's she going to do? You know, get mad. Who gives a get mad? I don't give a fuck. What are you mad about? I didn't. Don't get mad at me. I didn't do anything. Don't say rude shit to my husband. You're welcomed over here, but you're not welcomed over here saying rude shit to my husband. If you say something, I'm going to call you on it. All right? That's it. Stop being an asshole just because you're good looking. All right? Get over yourself. You had your time. No one gives a fuck about your money. Don't say that because then she won't give you your money. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I got to be honest with you. One of the main reasons the world is so fucked up is people don't say anything. And these fucking abusive assholes just continue to just sort of do what it is that they're doing. Um, and nobody says anything. That's like all of this shit since, since uh, all of these, these, this woke fucking movement. Like how fucking sideways this whole thing has gone. And how people used the fact that innocent people were like sexually assaulted as a way to to get their fucking agenda that has nothing to do with any of that, you know, in through the door, to rush through the door. Like that shit always happens. Like after like 9-11, the government like used that to just invade everybody's fucking privacy under the fucking umbrella of fighting terrorism. And they really just wanted to spy on their own goddamn people. Oh, Bill, are you going to go down this road? No, I am not. Um, so, hey, here's something I haven't talked about in a while. How about hockey? What the fuck's going on in hockey? How about those New York Rangers? Fucking overachievers. They were up one game to none. What's going on in that series? I have no idea. And then it's Edmonton, Colorado. I've heard that series is crazy. Now, hockey, I like that sport, you know, but hockey has not been without its problems. Like when I was growing up, uh, the favoritism that the fucking Montreal Canadiens, the intimidation factor that they had on the refs was, was just, it was literally part of the game. There was like an unwritten rule that if the Canadians were losing with seven minutes left, you just, as a ref, had to put them on the power play. Um, it was a real weird thing, but now no one gives a fuck about the Canadians. Um, and I think it's a pretty goddamn, I think it's a good goddamn league. I do. Although a couple years ago, I didn't. Right now I do. I don't know what to tell you. All right. My brain is fucking, is filled up with shit I have to do tomorrow. I know these podcasts have been a little shorter lately, but I'm, I'm sparing you by doing that because I don't have much of a life right now. I wake up, I go to the gym, and then I fucking go into an edit room, and I just stay in there. And this, I think there's a window. I've never looked out it. Is there a window? I don't even know. I just stay in there for like fucking, you know, whatever, as long as I can. Seven hours, maybe. After seven hours, you're just like, all right, fuck this. I have to get out of here. And then I come out. I get in my car. I practice my French. And I ride home. And then... uh then I play with my kids and I have like the best fucking like 90 minutes. Now it's like two hours because my son goes to bed a little bit later. Um, we got one of those little uh, portable bouncy houses. It's like the greatest fucking thing ever. You just plug it in. Thing fucking inflates in like 10 seconds. Your kids go in there. They go nuts. They have a great fucking time. And you, you get like at least seven or eight minutes where they're so excited to be in the bouncy house, they don't want you to go in there. And you can actually just chill and have eight minutes sorted to yourself while you're constantly scanning the sky for birds of prey so they don't come down and take your kids if you're like me. 
You know, you're constantly checking your backyard to make sure a coyote didn't jump. I always think about that shit. Dingo took me baby. I always think about that. These fucking wild animals and shit, you know? So, um, anyway, yeah, the big thing is they, I'm always wearing a hat and they steal my hat and then, you know, they want me to go fucking run after and get it. And the fucking joy that they have of me chasing them around, we just laugh our asses off the whole time. It's just, the, it's the fucking best. Um, I really do realize I am an absolute pushover as a parent though. I gotta get a little better at that, but I am a fucking pushover. My daughter would be like, can I stay up and watch a movie? And I'll be like, no, not, you got school tomorrow. And she just goes, oh. And then I go, all right. <laughs> That's all the fight I have in me. And uh, my son just like, oh my God. He has the biggest tears when he cries. So if I go to leave, you know, I'm, start, I'm gonna start doing my shows after my daughter goes to bed because she gets so upset when I leave at night. I go, I'm, I'm coming right, coming back home, you know? And uh, that doesn't seem to like do the trick and just have like massive amounts of fucking guilt as you're going to leave. See, this is why I don't give a fuck about the NBA finals. I'm not gonna get like this level of upset when I got two little ones that need me like to that level. So, um, but anyway, this week is my birthday week. So, uh, boo -doo 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 so I'm going to be just fucking, I think home all week, you know, obviously editing and then just fucking home all week. What am I even talking about right now? I'm just trying to work out my fucking week talking to you guys. All right. That's the podcast. Um, I don't know. Go fuck yourselves. Enjoy the NBA finals. This looks like it's going to go fucking seven excruciating ones. Uh, have fun dying a thousand deaths. I think I'm good on it. Uh, that's what I say. And then this game starts and I still watch. But as of right now, I think I'm done. <laughs> I just can't. I can't handle it. I just don't have it in me, you know? I'm like Maverick in Top Gun, right? As a fan. I just, I can't fucking do it anymore. I lost my edge and there's going to be no sequel. He's not coming back. He's out. He's taking his pension. We need someone else to take his place. All right, that's it. Go fuck yourselves. I'll check in on you on Thursday.